everyone for joining us as we explore the topic of standing proud in our success. You know, I read an article recently that focused on how, when given the opportunity to stand proud in their success, women are more prone to talk less about their accomplishments, choosing rather to focus on familial responsibilities and challenges. Men, on the other hand, mm-mm, while men do the opposite, we are focusing more on families and all of that, you know. So, of course, men thank their families for their support, but they focus heavily on their accomplishments. I wonder, why is it so different for us as women? Why do we downplay our achievements and successes? Well, today we have with us Dr. Shanessa Fenner, who will help us understand more deeply factors that contribute to women standing proud in their success. Welcome, Dr. Fenner. Thanks for joining us. Could you share a little bit about who you are and then answer that question for us as to why is it so different for us as women? Why do we downplay our achievements and successes? Okay. And thank you so much, Dr. Thompson, for having me on this podcast. I'm so excited. I am Dr. Shadessa Fenner. I am first and foremost an elementary school principal. I've also been a middle school principal. I've been in education for 26 years now. First, I was an elementary teacher. Then I was a middle school assistant principal. And currently, I am an elementary school principal. Also, I am a writer. I write for 15 publications. I'm also a songwriter. I have written songs that have been recorded. I'm also my own TV show host. I have a TV show called The Bronco Exchange. I'm the host of that and also the Dr. Shanessa Fenner Show. I'm also a model and an actress. I'm a former radio personality on KISS 107.7 FM. And I'm also an adjunct professor. I am a very highly ambitious female. I always have been. I believe in not leaving a stone unturned. I do believe that the true essence of you being here on earth and your time on earth is to do great things and to make great things happen. And that is what I intend to do. I am still, still, still not finished. I have a lot of great things to do. I don't want to be that person that's laid to rest one day and thinking to myself, I should have done this. I should have done that. Why didn't I try to do this? So I'm the kind of person, this is the year of the yes. Any opportunity that comes my way, Shanessa's going to say yes. Now, I love that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Keep going. Keep going. You inspired me already. <laughs> okay. Now, speaking back on your question about why is it so different for us as women? Why do we downplay our achievements and successes? That is a very, very good question. I believe that, once again, We were placed here on earth to do great things. I think that sometimes women in leadership, we're seen as intimidating, but whenever men are in leadership, they're the big boss man and, you know, everybody respects them for their contributions and their accomplishments. And I do believe that a lot of people still have that 1950s housewife mentality, you know, 
you know, so in other words, the woman should be more focused on motherhood, focused on dating. Uh, most of the time, you know, you got some women, of course, who unfortunately experience domestic violence and they feel that, you know, some women are more into their looks and all instead of being more into the career. So I think that 1950s housewife mentality a lot, you know, plays into it, you know. And then, of course, as women in leadership, we're sometimes, you know, seem to be, oh, you hear people say, oh, you shouldn't, you don't want to work for a woman, woman boss. You want to work for a man's man, work for a man and all. And there's certain char characteristics and, you know, certain kind of stereotypes that they have about women in leadership. And I think that sometimes, you know, we downplay our successes. You know, maybe we grew up in a household where our talents and all, you know, were not applauded and commended, you know. So maybe we're not used to, you know, getting that that inspiration and that encouragement to do great things as well. But um, I think right now, basically, and it always has been that men in leadership are the norm and that we as women in leadership, you know, we don't need to downplay our achievements and successes. We work hard. We put in the work. You know, if you look at the recent statistics, you know, black women are at the top right now when it comes to obtaining those college degrees. You know, so that's something to be very, very commendable and very excited about. But um, I think that those are some of the reasons that, you know, women downplay their successes. Ooh, wow. Well said. Powerful. Yes. <clears throat> Definitely. Thank you for that, Dr. Fenner. So, you know, with that said, what would you say? What would you respond? Because there's people out there that say that women have difficulty standing proud in their success because they inherently lack self-confidence. How would you respond to someone who says that? I disagree with that, Jess. And let me tell you why. Yes, Jess, there are some women who lack self-confidence. But Jess, just think about it. In order to do great things and to be successful, you have to have the confidence and the motivation and the ambition to first pursue these different goals that you have. So I don't think that they lack self-confidence. I think that they've been in positions whereas maybe they're in this leadership position and they're not acknowledged for their efforts. Everything that they do, no one, you know, the, the person may downplay it. And let's say that I come up with a great idea and they kind of knock it down. But if someone else comes up with a great idea, they kind of, you know, uplift and pull that person up. I think sometimes some of the experiences that they're in, I know, for example, sometimes women, of course, don't feel very comfortable when they're in certain positions and in certain companies. Um, they kind of feel like that they're not supposed to be there because their colleagues and the people up top make them feel like they're not supposed to be there. So I think sometimes it's, it's a situational thing that, you know, where you are and what you're doing, you know, people try to downplay it and try to water it down. You know, but I I disagree. I don't think that they lack self-confidence because you have to have the confidence to go achieve and do these great things. That is 100 percent true. And I never thought about it that way. How women in leadership, if, when people say that we don't get here by being by lacking self-confidence. Right. We don't we don't pursue those writing opportunities. We don't pursue we don't pursue those podcast opportunities, those TV opportunities, whatever those may be, those leadership opportunities if we didn't have confidence. So I appreciate you saying that because that is exactly what uh, what is happening. 
you know, it goes right in line with your introduction and your value system and that part where you say that you really, really, you do not want at the end of the day to say that you did not do everything you wanted to do. So it go and, and they, they have had opportunity. This is a matter of pushing through. So Jess and, and Shanessa, I so agree. So here's the thing. We've been talking a lot in our book studies about imposter syndrome. Um, do you believe that imposter syndrome has anything to do with the extent to which women stand proud in their success? Yes, I do believe that some women, Dr. Thompson, feel that way. I've heard of especially women in Hollywood. They've talked about that, you know, and of course, we all know that imposter syndrome is the feelings of inadequacy and self-doubt. You know, they doubt their worthiness and all. So, yes, I do feel that there are some women that probably, um, you know, feel that, hey, you know, this imposter syndrome makes me feel like that I'm not worthy of this position. Um, they may be felt like, well, oh, um, I, I just I had good luck and I just entered this at the right place at the right time. You know, instead of really knowing that they had the skills and the talents and the abilities, of course, to pursue and do these things and do them well. You know, so, yes, I do believe that there's some women and some of those women have vocally spoken out and been quoted in articles about you know, that imposter syndrome has a lot to do with, you know, why they're not proud in their successes. Thank you. We're going to talk a lot more about imposter syndrome in the Center for Women in Leadership. We've been writing about it. We've written so many articles on it in the Principal Magazine, and we're going to have a lot more coming out, tying that whole confidence into imposter syndrome. Thanks so much for touching on that. Yeah, you know, when you were talking, Dr. Fenner, uh, I'm currently listening to Viola Davis's memoir on Audible, and, and my gosh, her story is so powerful. And I think a lot of the imposter syndrome often comes from how we were raised, right, from um, our experiences growing up and the things that she's had to, that she had to encounter the trauma and how she pushed through that uh, and being in Hollywood. And it reminded me because you, you, you talked about that, about being in Hollywood and how it doesn't just happen to uh, women uh, outside of Hollywood. I mean, it happens in every single a field that you can find and it happens to men too and I think especially people of color experience it from a different perspective right people of color and then women as color even more so um, and so one of the things that I know has been very powerful for me is having a network of women to surround myself with that can empower me that can uplift me that encourages me that pushes me that challenges me so for the center for women in leadership encourages women to network and support each other through sister circles through um, networks of, of other sisters how do you view the idea of the sister circle or a sister group in the discussion on women standing proud in their success I love sister circles. I think they're positive, they're uplifting, they're encouraging. They offer you the emotional and spiritual support that you need. They build and have and establish that sense of community. And it's not about the quantity of the sister circle, it's the quality of the sister circle. You want those sisters to hold you accountable, um, to uplift you, and to... Um, um, help elevate you to grow and learn. You know, you want to make sure that you're inspiring each other. 
you're being there whenever they're down, whenever, you know, you see signs of depression, you want to reach out to them and say, sister, are you okay? May I talk to you? I know that myself that I make sure that especially some of my sisters who are going through hard times are doing okay, because I've also had someone to tell me that they wanted to commit suicide, you know, so I especially, you know, check in on them when they're depressed, you know, you know, our suicide rates, I just recently wrote an article for a magazine about mental health in black America, and about how there's, there's now more suicide than ever. And it's also, you know, our, our babies, you know, our children, of course, now are experiencing that, you know, so these parents, and you have conversations with the babies also about the, you know, depression and all, but Back to what I was talking about. Yes, sister circles are very encouraging. They're uplifting. You know, it's all about the quality of it. And it shouldn't be anything that, you know, no one should have that jealousy that sometimes that, you know, you see that women have that jealousy, that envy, you know, it shouldn't be a competition. It should all be about uplifting, growing. Everybody brings their different talents and skills to the circle. So why not love one another, bring those talents and skills, and let's build and, and do something together. Let's create that united front. Okay, yeah, now watch out. <laughs> we're going to have her back. We're going to have her back to talk about sister circles. Because, woo, yes. You know, and that's the key is, and I think that's where where sometimes females can get bad raps, right? About when, when we tear each other down and when there's jealousy, where as opposed to lifting each other up and there's no need to, 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 to feel that one is jealous of, a, of another one or another person, another female success. It's, you know, once we, one sister wins, we all win is the way I see it, right? Yeah. Because we all that support and that uplifting, everyone has their own space to grow and I just think about uh, someone asked, so part of my sister's circle, that we're all female leaders. And someone once asked uh, uh, asked us, like, how, how does that work? Like, how, who takes, like, who's in charge, right? Like, who's in charge of the circle? And it's like, no one has to be in charge. We are all alpha females in our own spaces. We don't need to feel like the alpha in a group, right? We don't need to have that, have that alpha female mentality in our sister circle because it's not about that. It's not about, uh, it's not about who being jealous or uh, of somebody else's success it's about lifting each other up so that we all we all win together amen jess oh my goodness gracious i could talk about sister circles all day you know it has always been my pet peeve of mine when i see and hear women tearing down women because i always say that you know what we get torn down enough as it is stereotypically yes and 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 for us to do it to each other and that has really been a a, a pet peeve of mine in 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 our profession so here's the thing Mine too, Dr. Thompson. Mine too. I think that is just horrible, you know, and and especially as black women. I have to touch on that because I'm a black woman, Dr. Thompson. As black women, I feel like that we need to do better. Everything is not a competition. We need to do better, you know, and and support one another instead of tear each other down. I I just have to say that, Dr. Thompson. I have to, as a black woman, I have to say that. Yes, please do, because that's something I keep pumping out there. And you know what? I tell you what, because you've touched on such strong points. Of course, I tell you, we need to have you back mm-hmm. to talk on that sister circle. And I'm sure you've given our listeners a lot to think about. So, Dr. Fenner, any final tips to share with women in leadership as to ways in which they can confidently stand up? proudly declare their successes and hear this Mm -hmm. 
all without feeling guilty for doing so. Mm-hmm. Feeling, not feeling guilty for standing up proudly, confidently. Yes. The first thing that they can do is to, hey, work hard on your accomplishments. Whatever you achieve, own it. You're not being braggy. You're not being boastful. These are facts. Own your accomplishments. Be proud. Work hard. Put in the work. Know who you are. You know, like me, I'm comfortable in the skin that I'm in. I know who I am. I'm just as I am. Hey, Shanessa's going to be Shanessa. I'm very genuine. I'm very authentic. I'm going to be who I am, and I'm going to stand in my truth. Also, one other point that I like to make before we close. A lot of times, sometimes, for example, I've had male assistant principals, and someone will walk in and immediately think that the male is the principal, you know, and Someone to be quick. No, Dr. Finn is the principal. Okay, so if anybody's listening, you know, hey, and there's nothing wrong with saying this is my diner. I'm male and he's Alice. Okay. Oh, that's great. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm male and he's Alice. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Dr. Fenner, you have inspired me so much today. Oh you know, no matter how many podcasts we do, how many book studies we have, Hearing it time and time again, everything that you've said about just being proud of all the Mm -hmm. accomplishments. And really one thing that resonated with me the most was to not leave any stone unturned, to take advantage of all the opportunities that come our way and not be afraid to try it and not be afraid to fail also and and not be afraid to to just say yes to those opportunities that um you feel is a right fit for you of course right um and so thank you for that because as we move along in our careers opportunities arise and um and old doors are open and sometimes we hold our we are the ones that hold our own selves back from from being able to continue to pursue um, opportunities and successes and I don't want that for myself and I'm sure that none of us want that for for anyone else so thank you so much for for imparting those uh those words of knowledge on us today 